0: Okay so my name is Rachel Wanjema. I'm from Clear Minds Better Lives and today we have a guest with us a fellow Washingtonian who understands the struggle of Seattle. Uh, I'm going to give him the floor to introduce himself and tell us what he does.
1: Yeah so before I begin I just want to say thank you to Rachel Mm -hmm. and your team at Clear Minds uh, Better Lives. I really appreciate this opportunity that you guys have given me to talk about mental health services and um, access to it. Um, I really appreciate uh, to see that you guys have a platform mm-hmm. that is geared towards just um, making mental health a um, a real thing, right? Just like physical health. I think that's what it really comes down to is just um, helping people be more conscientious about their mental health. Um, and more importantly, just taking the stigma out of mental health. Um, I think when people think about a mental health um sort of someone with mental health illness they think of you know like a homeless guy or something like that right and um it's really really uh not like that Or um, mm-hmm. well, sometimes it's always that uncle that aunt right that everyone's just kind of like ignoring or whatever have you but uh, anyone really could have mental health um, okay. illness so we just appreciate that um yeah so my name is tyrus and i'm a um, care coordinator at valley cities We have a health care um, that's a mental health agency here in Seattle, Washington, Mm -hmm. um, in the King County area. And my job, it's really hard to explain just because it encompasses so much, but the best way to describe um, a care coordinator is social work case management type of work. Mm -hmm. If you're familiar with that, if you're not, then kind of just go look it up, but it's pretty, pretty much social work case management.
0: Okay, sounds good. So thank you. We're also glad to have you today. You know, we appreciate you taking time to speak with us. And so today we're going to cover what you've told us as mental health services and the access to that and what that looks like. So the first thing I want to get into is what does it look like when someone is seeking out those services? Like what are the state the steps, sorry, someone should take or you know, when it comes to even the place where you work, how do you acquire patients? What does that look like?
1: Awesome. That's a really, really good question, right? So uh, pretty much all this comes down to insurance. It's pretty simple. Um, it really depends on what kind of health insurance you have. Um, so we have here in the U.S., I'm sure there's a lot of people who are watching from all over the world, but here in the U.S., uh, pretty much most people fall under three categories. So you have what's Medicaid, um, which is the Affordable Care Act that was uh, passed back in 2010 by the Obama administration. And pretty much that helps folks who are lower income have access to health care or anyone who really falls under that range of income. So that's Medicaid and then you have um, Medicare. And that's really for special populations. I don't know too much about that, but that's more people with like disabilities or uh, older folks, seniors. and then you have me- and then you have private insurances. So that's your regions, that's your blue cross. Usually those insurances most folks usually get them from the employer
0: mm-hmm. or
1: what'll go to the um, insurance market and buy, um, just like you would with your car insurance or what have you. So it's so Medicaid really is subsidized um, health insurance, and then private insurance is um, you're pretty much gonna pay more out of pocket. Um, Mm -hmm. or your employer is going to subsidize a lot of that um, cost.
0: Okay. And so I know, like, for example, a lot of our audience or majority might be immigrants or, um, you know, people who may not necessarily fall under, like, low income, but sometimes um, they're not able to qualify for insurance at times so in that case where do you suggest that they seek out these services or what would be best to do um in terms of cost because like you said it comes down to that insurance
1: yeah um there is sorry there's, there's also an option to pay out of pocket okay right that might be a little harder to find mm-hmm. but um yeah there is there is a possibility to pay out of pocket okay. um and if it's hard right. rent, mm-hmm. definitely Reach out to. There are um, agencies, especially community mental health agencies, mm-hmm. that do work with. So they'll sort of work. They'll meet you where you're at,
0: essentially. Okay, so then can you explain to us that difference with community mental health agencies versus private mental health agencies?
1: Awesome, that's a really, really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, so community mental health really has a lot more access to clients to the community that they're serving at hand. Okay. Um, and they take a lot more of the Medicaid. Um, And then the sizes are really different. So community mental health, you have, um, it's a lot more, they have a lot more clients and a lot more services. Mm -hmm. Private agencies, they are more folks who are doing private practice. Mm -hmm. Um, So they have a little bit more, um, they have lower caseloads, meaning the amount of clients that they're seeing is a lot lower and the services that they offer are very few. Mm -hmm. Um, And those, those folks usually take a lot more private insurances. Mm-hmm. Um, and the really important thing here is, if you do have insurance, you are able to call. I'm um, usually to have a customer service number. you mm-hmm. can call and ask, hey, i'm I'm looking to get into mental health services. Um I want to know what providers in the area um, that are available to me, and they're usually able to give you that give you that um, information. But um the other thing with 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 um, community mental health services mm-hmm. and private practice is um, is, so community mental health really is trying to help people overcome certain barriers. So may have folks who are coming in who don't have jobs, maybe don't have mm-hmm. housing, um, those kinds of things. So they have a lot more services to offer.
0: All right, and then. Do they cover what type of care do they cover? So I know when people think like taking care of yourself in a mental health aspect, they think of therapists a lot of the times. But in these agencies and these like centers, is it people that have mental health disorders that are really the focus, or what's the scope of care that is provided?
1: That's a really another good question. Um, so private insurance, I mean private practice, really um, they focus more of the Counseling, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, for out to other agencies for housing or employment or those kinds of things, or even substance use.
0: Mm-hmm. But then,
1: community and mental health agencies, mm-hmm. they also offer those in house. Like the agency I work for, Valley Cities, we do both mental health and substance use. So, um, and that's considered core occurring disorders. Yeah, okay. both have a mental health illness and they're addicted to some kind of substance.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think it can get confusing for people sometimes and you get like overwhelmed. when you. It's the same thing like when you're trying to think like which hospital to go to, sometimes, you know, you don't know. But I think especially because mental health is something that is just now getting a lot of attention in the recent years that people, you know, have a hard time maybe figuring out where to reach out, um, where to find the things that they need to. And I know like one really big thing is a lot of the online services that have been provided, like the crisis text lines, the virtual, like, therapy appointments, stuff like that, Um, and I know, you know, it, it's evolving, and it's really cool to see, and it's nice to know that you're in that environment, and you get to see some of that, and I know, like, I have personally worked, like, at a psychiatric, like, hospital you would call it and you know you you never know you know mentally going into it you you think of the type of person you would expect to see there you know what I mean and then when it comes down to it it's such a wide range of people that come in you know and I worked on the adolescent unit so it was kids that were 17 and younger and it was really interesting to see you would see kids that may have an array of mental health disorders and then you would see a child who's come in for substance abuse which like you say they they co-occur in the sense that you know they're going to be placed in the psychiatric unit of the hospital if that's why they're coming in and it was very interesting you would think like like you were saying it's that one aunt or especially coming from an african background that's what we saw, you know the the person mm-hmm. you saw Wendo Azimu on the street, you know, oh yeah, never <laughs> even took time to really think about it. You just knew that something was wrong with them, and you know they're just over there, and so learning more about these services and how to get access is very important. um What do you say is? something that's challenging that comes to the work that you do? What are some challenges that you encounter? Because I know it's, it's not easy for people to seek out help or to seek out this care. So how does that look like for someone who coordinates how that goes?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest challenge, I think in general, is just trying to make folks aware that mental health isn't, it's not like when you break your leg and you go to the, you know the ed or the emergency department
0: mm-hmm. and you
1: you know you see your nurse you see your doctor they give you a cast and then you know three six months later you know your leg is back to normal right mental health is so different because a lot of it has to do with mental health processes and right. behavior right and that's a lot more complicated so i think the biggest challenge is trying to make folks aware that um that it's a lot more long-term um, it's long-term um, and it definitely needs a lot of patience and, and just getting the buy-in. Getting the buy-in is so difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it just has to do with the stigma like, we, like we're talking about, For
0: right? Sure. All
1: of us are coming in with um, with already like misconceptions of mental health, right. so we come right. in sort of like having to work twice as hard just to sort of address the issues, mm-hmm. so I can say that's really the major, the major challenge is just getting that buy-in from the clients that are coming in.
0: And what would you say in terms of the population that you see coming in? Do you see, like, a big difference in terms of, like, diversity? Do you see a lot of different types of people coming in with different backgrounds? Because I know that in a lot of cultures, you know, these are things that people are, like, you have to figure out a way to deal with it, you know, like. Why are you going to the doctor to talk about, you know, something going on in your brain? Right. So do you see a lot of diversity in the place where you work, or can you I, see that discrepancy in terms of yeah, the ethnic backgrounds that come in?
1: I do actually. Um, and it's I can't talk too much about it because you know, but I can right. sort of give like general statements, mm-hmm. but um, I can really testify to um, I think a lot of folks, immigrants that come in, they already have that notion that mental health is some bad, evil, whatever, you want to call it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them sort of are more reluctant to it or very, they underreport a lot. I think that's what I can always say.
0: Yeah, that's a good word.
1: Mm-hmm. Have some come in and they'll like say, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then later on, you find out, whoa, there's something else bigger going on here. And you're like, whoa! They never reported that when they uh, first came in. So I think a lot of immigrants, um, and I think this is this is why you guys are doing this, right? It's trying to help people yeah, be for sure. of, of, of of mental health illness, just because it's hard to understand, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you come from a country um, that or, or 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 a nation that sort of sees mental health as some bad evil thing and whatever you, and then you come to America where it's sort of like a lot more open a lot more free and Mm -hmm. then um but you're seeing all these behaviors so you're confused as to what to do so when you have when you come to a mental health agency then you're you're sort of trying to walk on eggshells on eggshells so i can really say that um that's that's one of my goals is really trying to help advocate for for those folks who are just a lot more confused about um what that looks like
0: yeah that's good i really like that and we appreciate the work that you do. You know, we know that it's not easy. And I think like another thing we want to make people aware of is just like how you go to the doctors for a wellness checkup. You know, it doesn't mean something has to be completely wrong with you. You know, like your world doesn't have to be crumbling for you right. to go and check in with someone, you know, especially in terms of like counseling and getting services like that. Um it's it's very beneficial, you know, a lot of people that do it testifying, they say, you know, like, it's made my life so much better, you know, I have a different perspective now, I know how to deal with um, adverse situations in a better way, you know, versus just coming in when things have completely come crashing down on you. And I think it's very important for people to understand that. You know getting a check in is not bad going and getting a checkup or just you know getting evaluated. There's nothing wrong with that, and it'll help you also in the long run, um especially you know I think of people who may have like family history of disorders and things like that. You know it's the same thing like if you know in your family hypertension runs yeah. in your genetics, you know you want to start paying attention to those things early to make sure that you're doing everything you can to make sure that you're in check and make sure that you're staying healthy and so mental health is the same you know you want to take care of your mind before it becomes too late and then you know now you're stuck in this like like you said it's a cycle and i think what people also have to understand is like you said it's long term it's like a lifelong thing you have to deal with just like you deal with your physical health long term your brain is also going to be there your whole entire life so you have to learn how to nurture it and tend to it too but thank you so much i I really appreciate what you've talked about for sure
1: yeah you mentioned something really important it's sort of the family history right like a lot of families don't talk about mental health Um, no illness right later mm-hmm. on you find out yeah my great-grandmother had you know depression or even my aunt or whatever have you so i think just 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 getting family to talk about it um and creating an open safe space to talk about it is really key mm-hmm. um yeah so i, I I'm for all
0: that For sure. Well, we appreciate all the insight you've given us, um, a little glimpse into what you do. I don't know if there's anything else you'd like for us to know when it comes to mental health agencies and what to do, how to go about it before we close off.
1: Sure. I can sort of talk a little bit more about, um, what start to finish kind of looks like maybe just so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so usually when you come into a mental health agency, Mm -hmm. um, All you really need is an id you just need to have your name and your address Mm
0: -hmm. pretty much
1: that's it and then of course insurance part of it if if that's um something that that that, uh that they take or Mm -hmm. if it's pocket um and then after that they do what's called a mental health intake Mm -hmm. and that's where they ask you a whole bunch of questions uh it's usually about an hour and a half Uh, that's average Um, and then after that you usually see what's uh, called what well, we should call it a care coordinator which is me mm-hmm. um or someone who's sort of able to do what i do which is uh, they help you uh, connect different services within that agency okay um, and i help make sure that everything runs smoothly with your care and then they help you connect with your mental health counselor uh if you're looking to get into groups or if you want a peer partner um that's somebody who's sort of gone through the Full scope of recovery, and they kind of walk along with you the mm-hmm. process. Um, and there's just a bunch of services that they can help you uh, connect to. And once that done, once that's done, then you sort of are able to kind of do it on your own. Um, so after that, you just kind of um, get into it, and then, like I said, it's long term. And then you know you just kind of check in, like Rachel said, and you'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Um- Thank you so much. Um, It's not hard like we see. It's kind of like checking into the hospital, really. You just go bring your information and then they'll set you up and they'll figure out how to make the next steps work. And I'm sure that even if there's something that you maybe might not have, you'll be able to point them in the right direction if that's the case. So I hope everyone listening will understand and have a bit of more um, knowledge when it comes to mental health agencies and how they work. And once again, we appreciate you so, so much for even being sure. able and being willing to sit and talk with us. We don't take you for granted. And um, we hope that we'll connect again sometime. And we know that this is information that's valuable and we're hoping that people truly internalize it. So thank you so much. And yeah, we we can't say thank you enough, really.
1: <laughs> and definitely use them as a resource. If any of you guys have questions if uh just i'm sure they're gonna leave my information down below or somewhere
0: yeah we'll do that we'll plug your information and yeah if anyone has questions they can feel free to reach out cool all right Thank thank you
1: you